This episode of the 36th Man Podcast has been brought to you in part by... From the makers of Monkeys in a Barrel comes... Monkeys in a Waving Snowman! They are so great you won't even know they're in there! Ever wonder where all those monkeys in a barrel went from the 60s? They were partially melted down and used as stuffing in your local novelty store holiday decor. Monkeys and a waving snowman. You won't even know they're in there unless you're clumsy. Listen to the following podcast for more details or visit your local Spencer Gifts. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of the 36 Man Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Adams, along with Jimmy Champagne, Anthony Rodriguez, Eden Rotensky, and... Is that right? Did I say that no. right? No. I didn't? Okay. <laughs> now, do you say Alexis's last name? Yeah, I want to hear I, that. I was, I was just going to say, we're joined today with a special guest and i i wasn't even going to attempt it i was just going to let you introduce yourself hi guys i'm alexis kazambolitas i'm glad that i did not attempt that uh-huh. it's a toughie it's a toughie that is a fantastic last name though thank you i'm glad you think so <laughs> i'm pretty sure i'll never be able to, to pronounce it though you know what most people can't but that's okay it's <laughs> I've had to deal with it my whole life, so it's totally fine. I'm usually good with just Alexis, so it's fine. I contemplated like skipping my turn bringing this episode in and handing it off to somebody else so somebody else could try. Right. So anyway, welcome. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you. Thank you for having me guys. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody else as usual is here, yeah? You guys are all there? Yes. Didn't lose anybody? <laughs> Pretty right sure one's missing. So, uh, what is today? Is it the 15th? Yeah, 15th. Yep. So it's the 15th. We're halfway through December already. Oh, jeez. I know. Ten days till Christmas. Day? No, I, I have an Amazon Prime list, like, uh. open, and I'm going to set out the order tomorrow morning. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'm, Thanksgiving, it seemed like between halloween and thanksgiving took forever i yeah. got to watch so many pre-christmas movies and all of a sudden thanksgiving hit and then boom now i saw this thing this counter that said 10 days till christmas and i thought that's not right that's it's not crazy. right i know it <laughs> came it right. came pretty quick i think i just finished all my christmas shopping today so oh, I'm i haven't even stoked. started you are i was just gonna say <laughs> i haven't bought one <laughs> gift i went to target yesterday and I'm thinking, like, I should buy gifts. And then I wandered down the games aisle, and uh, and then I didn't buy anybody anything. You just bought a bunch <laughs> of stuff for yourself, to. right? I'd actually be proud. I walked out of that store without buying a thing. <laughs> you, have you know what's funny? so hard. Is I gave everyone Grand Theft Auto Five for Christmas. I was like, you're welcome. 
That <laughs> is a good gift. That is a really fantastic gift, yeah. So, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's pretty oh. much what I did. Everyone got that for Christmas. What if what if uh they don't have it doesn't did you matter. Check and make sure it does not it's matter. It, you're like, <laughs> just you just got Grand Theft Auto for PS3. <laughs> Go buy a PS3 now. Figure it out. Yeah. No. No, I gave it. So, I gave it to the people that really, really wanted it. I know would really enjoy it. So that you knew. Mm-hmm. Every, okay. That's that, that's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I might just do that. I was I was thinking one year of just buying everybody the same co- like a copy of the same bad movie and just handing them all out for Christmas. That's awesome. <laughs> like the room or something. So what what has everybody been up to in the last week? It's been a week. Finals, yay. Finals. Finals. I was going to say I've been getting multiple <laughs> texts from from you guys. See, I'm old, so I'm not in school anymore. And uh everybody's been talking in our in our chat this week about finals. How did you you guys going to be held back? Are you going to get held back? Are you going to Did you do well on your finals? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm done. All right. Yeah, I have one I'm more. Done. Very happy One with more. the fact that I'm not at school anymore. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, me too. I do not envy you guys whatsoever. <laughs> Finals are the worst when they're classes that aren't even for your major. They're like gen eds because it's like, why am I even here? <laughs> and I had a bunch of those. Yeah. That's, that's when I decided to drop out of college and go to a specialty school. We can't. I like that too. I have, a, I have a final for psychology on Tuesday. And, like, my major is nothing to do with that. But I'm just, like, I can't focus on it at all. Because <laughs> I was working on a math final all week. <laughs> oh, gross. Wait, yeah. did you say a math final? <laughs> yeah, I'm computer science. Oh, my goodness. I, I, <laughs> that yeah, is intense. Exactly. I don't even know my multiplication table. <laughs> when i went to school they made us do it on your fingers because there wasn't calculators and stuff uh, and i'm terrible at it I'm terrible at math i am terrible at math too that's why i'm not doing anything math. i was i thought when i was a kid i'm gonna be an architect and then when i got to that when i got to college level and i looked at all those fucking classes and like half of them were like mathematics and and shit like that i was like I, you know what maybe i won't be an architect maybe <laughs> Where Maybe did I'm going to go to film school. Where I did went you to go film to school instead. Where did you? Oh yeah, you went to the New York Film Academy, right? Mm-hmm. Oh nice. How about you, Eden? Where do you go? Uh, it's called the University of Regina. It's in Canada, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and you're studying computer science. Yep. Cool. Yeah. How about you, Jimmy? Um, I go to Hope College. It's in uh, Michigan, like right on the west side of the state. I'm studying communications and. Uh, I, English and journalism and all that. I'm trying to get as much in as I can. I, nice. I started computer science and I got a minor and I was like, I am out. I'm done. Yeah, I <laughs> do not blame hard. you. <laughs> it makes you feel better. I have a minor in English. That's so easy. I didn't want to do that any longer. <laughs> like the the majors I took made me for basically forced me to get an English minor. So that was cool. Huh. Okay, overachiever. Right. Yeah, right. Seriously, right. Forced me to get another minor. Okay. I just want to get out, honestly. <laughs> My goodness. How about you, Anthony? Where did you go? Uh, well, are I'm you... going to the, the Art Institute uh, oh. for uh, graphic design. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty intense. I wasn't expecting the workload to be as crazy as it is. I thought I was just going to draw a couple things and be good to go. But, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm drawing like 17-hour projects and shit. It's kind of crazy. Oh, Wow. That's intense. Yeah. I have no life. 
I've been trying. I've been trying to get this guy on some kind of video game in the last couple of weeks, and it's been impossible. <laughs> well, I'm good now. What? As I'm done. Yeah. So what, uh, Alexis, what have you been up to this last week? Oh, man. I've been really busy. So we had the Victoria's Secret live stream on the Game (laughs) Over Greggy channel. Yeah, Um, so, okay, so for people who, I thought this was, like, the neatest fucking thing ever. For people who don't, didn't catch it or didn't know what it was, what exactly was it? So we didn't actually live stream the Victoria's Secret fashion show, well, because it's illegal, (laughs) and... (laughs) Um, so what we did was we did a bootleg version of like a commentary over it. So we got the feed through Skype. There's some friends of mine in New York. So we got the East coast feed and we watched the show and we kind of just like commented on what we, what we liked, what we didn't like. And then, you know, with Greg and Nick Scarpino, it was, it was super hard to keep them focused. So it turned into us just drinking, (laughs) making gifts and just hanging out, which was so much fun. Um, if you guys haven't checked it out, go to GameOverGreggy.com and check it out. We, like, built a set, this amazing set. We got amazing clothes, and we just, like, we really just, you know, went over the top with it, which I love to do. But <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Was really yeah. funny. Oh, <laughs> good. I'm glad you guys liked it. Did, did you guys all watch it? or? Either I watched it. I thought it was funny. That was so procrastinated. So, yeah, so I did that on Tuesday with Greg and Nick and Christine Steimer, his girlfriend. And then uh, I did the fix on Friday. If you guys didn't watch it, make sure to watch it um, on IGN. And that's really it. We've just been like, man, work has been so crazy with, like, you know, the new console releases, doing all the comparison videos and, you know, the holidays coming up and stuff. So. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. So how's, how's the office been right now with, like, Game of the Year? Has Game of the Year time? I'm sure it's been started. Yep, last we month, have started, and has, it's how, been... Is there fistfights breaking out yet? So many fistfights, I, like, can't oh, even... I knew it. Yeah, everyone's hiding, everyone's shivering in corners. It's <laughs> People are bringing guns crazy. to work. Yeah, Knives. it's crazy. Uh, no, everyone's just crazy busy, so... And then, you know, we have the holiday stuff coming around, and... It's it's just been busy, so I think so everyone's for, ready for the break to come up. <laughs> yeah, for folks for folks who don't know, what what exactly do you do with IGN or at IGN? Oh yeah, <laughs> um, so I'm the production coordinator at IGN, and pretty much what I do is every video that you guys see, I kind of help usher it through, um, from pre-production to scheduling out people's schedules to make sure they get done, uh, to post-production to getting it up on the site is pretty much goes through me and I kind of just help usher those videos through. So, so without you, there would be no video on the site. It would just fall <laughs> apart. Well, before me, there was plenty of video. So I just, nah. came, I just came in and, and kind of helped. But as of January, the video has gotten so much better. Oh my gosh. You have no idea. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I just came in and kind of put some structure through all the chaos and, that's really it. I'm probably tooting my horn more than I should be, but <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, no. You gotta, it was... you gotta keep Greg in line. Yeah, of course, that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much what I do there, and then I kind of help out, um, you know, with up at noon shoots and daily fix and all that fun stuff. So that sounds like fun. It's a fun job, guys. It is. It's a lot of fun. A lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. So do you still, e- even though 
technically your job title doesn't it, it doesn't apply to your job title. You still go home, play a lot of games. Um, would I, you still consider yourself an avid gamer? Um, I I don't even consider myself an avid gamer. I consider myself like a leisure gamer. So, uh, you know, like before I started IGN, I used to play a lot more. And since I've started IGN, I've played a lot less. I, yeah. I, I don't know what has happened. I think just because I'm busier. But, you know, I used to be on Call of Duty like all the time. And now, like, I'm lucky if I can even, you know, start a game, let alone finish one. What's your console of choice? Uh, probably PlayStation. You have a PS4? Uh, no, I did not order a PS4 yet. Uh, but well, how about you guys? Chris, you got one, right? Yeah, I got a PS4 and, a, and an Xbox One. Chris got both. <laughs> he's cool. Yeah, yeah he's so super I. cool. He's I got balling. a PS4. You did? Okay. Yeah. You didn't? How about you? I don't have either yet. Whoa. Or a Vita, so they make fun of me lots. <laughs> yeah, I have both also. Uh, I'm barely getting a chance to play them, though, since, you know, finals are over and everything. And uh, it's pretty much what I did all the morning. I played uh, Assassin's Creed 4. And oh, nice. On the PS4? Uh, on the PS4, yeah. Nice. How did you like it? Yeah. Um, oh, it's great. I, I love it. I just got the ship, so I'm just sailing around blowing shit you're, up. You're fresh in. <laughs> you're yeah. cruising. Yeah, I just started. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> But um, I haven't played on anything on the Xbox yet. It's basically just my um, my media center right now. Yeah, I mean the graphics on the Xbox One look <coughs> really nice. I think they might be even better than the PS4. It just it looks really good. But. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Dead Rising on it, and trying. I was trying to finish up actually before we started this. Oh, nice. But uh, that that is my only game I have on the Xbox One. Again, like Anthony, it's hooked up as like a media center. Yep. And I don't, I don't know if you've listened to past episodes of this podcast, but it's not a very successful <laughs> media hub for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty irritating media hub, oh. actually. I'm learning how to talk to it, though. I've, I've learned that the Xbox One needs to be sweet-talked. It's, <laughs> it's cadence, dude. You, you can't get, get rude down. to it. You can't just get you can't just be like, Xbox, off. You have to, you got to sweet talk it a little bit. Oh. The way I was talking to it, it just wasn't having it. Got to use that bedroom <laughs> voice, huh? Yeah, yeah. Real loud. <laughs> because because it doesn't hear anything else. And even when I do yell at it sometimes, I'm like, Jesus. Anyway, so. Uh, What's coming out this speaking week? Speaking of games. <laughs> I was just going to say, speaking of games. I don't think there's anything coming out this week, but. This last week, we did get some some release dates, some release windows, I guess. Uh, something that I've been really looking forward to. Uh, the new Metal Gear Solid. I, mm. What are they calling it? It's called Ground Zeroes, but they're calling. I mean, what would you consider this? A prologue? Yeah, it's like a prologue. It's, it's kind of like a demo. They just want to. Yeah. They don't have. It's really what's happening is Konami doesn't have a lot coming out in uh, early 2014, so they're gonna sell the demo. It's, kind of what's going on but <laughs> it's supposed to be pretty long and well i look at it, it like good. speaking of uh, like we were talking about dead rising dead rising did uh case zero i think is what it was called oh, right yeah yeah for dead for dead rising 2 which technically yeah was a demo but it was a different game and your 
right. save carried over into the. I have no problem paying. Depending oh, no, on how long either. it is, I have no problem paying ten or twenty bucks for it. Yeah, it'll be bigger. It it looks like it's gonna be bigger than those Dead Rising ones. Also, yeah. it it looks like it's gonna be pretty sizable from like the little bits that have come out. I guess. Yeah, and um, so it got a release date. It's coming out March twenty second, which isn't that far away. No, I will be playing that. But my beef is it's twenty dollars. I'm sorry, it's nineteen ninety nine on the 360 and the PS3 and 29.99 on the PS4 and Xbox oh, One. Oh, I seen that. Yeah. I don't Are we are we far enough into the next generation to to be charging more for I mean Tomb Raider Tomb Raider HD HD is coming out, right? And it's still 60 bucks. I mean, they're not going to charge 80 bucks for it, so it just seems yeah. kind of weird. Uh, it's Konami. <laughs> yeah. Boycott it's just what they do yeah i don't know i'll be playing it either way i'll call cough up the 30 bucks i think actually if you buy it digitally on ps4 and xbox one it's only 19.99 they like started talking about that i don't know though okay it seems weird oh a little too early deeper into that but i am really excited for it i am such a metal gear solid fan i don't know if any of you guys are as deeply as i am it goes way back for me. <laughs> as convoluted as that story gets. Yeah. I love it. It's pretty deep. It. Do you remember when I beat that whole uh, part two in like two days? When I just yes. <laughs> poop socked that shit? It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis, you a fan of the Metal Gear games at all? Um, I actually haven't played any of the Metal Gear games. I know the guys at work oh, are complaining. I know. I know, guys. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, they're so like super niche. I, I mean, I can't really speak on it, but I know the guys at work love it. Some of them do. So yeah. I've definitely It takes gotten... a special person to like Metal Gear. Yeah, I mean. It, it definitely has this niche. It looks awesome. So maybe one day. One day I'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> to the many games on the it's, list it's that I've that... started. <laughs> Yeah, it's on that nice backlog of games. Yeah. So another game that got um, a release window that I'm actually really excited about as well is Elder Scrolls Online is coming in June, apparently. Wow. Don't know when in June. Usually when they don't give a solid day and date, I kind of feel like maybe it's not going to end up in June, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel I like they say right. June and they mean <laughs> August, but we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I'll at least check it out. I've heard uh, good things. I, I can't do it. I can't play MMOs, dude. Anthony won't touch an MMO anymore. <laughs> there was a day that me and I, I talked him into trying. Oh, it was like back when I think WoW had just come out. And me and him went through probably six just trying out different MMOs over the course of a couple of weeks. We went through like six different MMOs. Oh, yeah, Star Wars Galaxies. Um, uh, <laughs> that was rough. horrible. City yeah. of Heroes. Um, That's awesome. EverQuest for a little while. <laughs> wow. Yeah. None of them, none of them stuck with, with either of us, really. Yeah. yeah, I'm not an MMO guy. I had Final Fantasy XI. I had the PS2 hard drive and everything. Wow. Oh, shit. Wow. Oh, I yeah. was really into that. <laughs> yeah. My friends and I, we like, <laughs> split the subscription cost and we because you could have multiple characters so we would all oh geez pay a couple bucks and we would like all use the account it was awesome 
<laughs> do you uh do you subscribe to any MMOs, Alexis? No, I don't. <laughs> it's it's good. It's for the better. You probably should just not. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm over that. I I think that doing that in this day and age is kind of it's time to scoot past that trend. Yeah. It and it depends on the the how the subscriptions work and stuff. I, I think it can be done properly, but there's an old model that that some developers are still kind of sticking with that I don't I don't think works anymore. Mm-hmm. That the WoW model I don't think is going to work anymore. I mean it works for them even though they're losing, you know, what quarter million subscribers a month or whatever it is. Yeah, and uh, even with it works for them. It's not like it's not going to be an if situation when it goes like it's a when situation of when it's going to go free to play. Yeah. Like that that's not going to last. There's no way. Yeah. Um so those are the two like big announcement date or at least window yeah. announcements that happened this week aside from that VGX thing that happened last weekend that we <laughs> talked about which since since we've talked about I've gone and like checked out some video maybe one of you guys can tell me what the fuck was Joel McHale doing there <laughs> he was just talking <laughs> shit dude that's all he was doing and he wasn't even doing it well though I know like, it was at least he could have been funny yeah it was pretty sad well, I mean, the one good thing, I guess, kind of, is that it wasn't like the VGAs were all that great to begin with, so it wasn't like they ruined something amazing. Yeah, that's true. It was just par for the course. Gives them yeah. somewhere to gives them a chance to go up next year. Yeah, it would be like them putting out another Kane and Lynch that was shitty, right? You're just kind of <laughs> like, eh, well. <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you watch the VGXs at all, Alexis? I didn't, actually. Um... Yeah, I, I you know, I, 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 that's what I heard. I'd heard I didn't miss out. Uh, there was something that I was doing that day. So, you know, I heard it was really awkward. And like you said, like Joel McHale, like how does that even fit in? But I guess he's entertainment, so kind of maybe <laughs> overlaps. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I don't I mean, know. If you like Telltale games, it was a good show. <laughs> but three hours? Did yeah. it need to be three hours? I just, no. it, it did. It felt really awkward. It felt like Joel McHale was a, like a last minute ad. He didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know what he was getting into. And he just felt like he was so unenthused to be there. <laughs> it was painful at some points. I'm glad that I only watched the highlights and I didn't sit down and watch all three hours of yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I hear. <laughs> yeah. Oosh. It looks so, like uh, uh, iOS had some big releases this week. Yeah, it had a huge week, actually. Um, GTA San Andreas, the... I don't know what you want to call this. An HD up-res slight remaster. They changed yeah. some things. There's shadowings, there's remaster. new lightings. The character models I thought were different, but actually aren't. But it looks fantastic, and it's only... Do you remember how much it is? Five, five bucks? Six bucks? I think it's four ninety nine. How is it? I want to say. I have so, it. I just five. don't know. <laughs> five bucks it's so good i really enjoy it and actually we'll talk about it in just a little bit because i have some more to say about (laughs) that because i've been playing it with the controller uh but if anybody played the room which is another fantastic puzzle game for ios the sequel finally came out for that and then that angry birds kart racer came out angry birds go that game has really good graphics like i was like Ha, whatever. And then I downloaded <laughs> it because it's free, and that game looks really good. Yeah, I was pretty surprised. <laughs> I'm, I'm, 
I really enjoyed it actually. It controls well. Again, I'm, we'll talk about it in a minute. I'm using the controller on it, but it runs really well. I I'm not sure I dig the free to play model, but who does? Yeah. Um, um and speaking well, of GTA on iOS, I don't know if anybody else feels this way. Maybe it's just probably me and Jimmy because we play our Vitas all the time. But how hard would it be for Rockstar to put these games on the Vita? Do they have to now with remote play? Well, well like we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, in order for people to take them, they do. Because they're not technically on the store, I don't think. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but is, is GTA San Andreas on the PlayStation Network? You can get it on PS3. I know for a fact. You can get most... or. But no, it's actually technically you considered can, like a classic. You can only right? get three in Vice City, I think, on PS3 right now. And they're they're just classics, right? They're not. Remastered. Yeah, yeah. They're they just don't, they don't have classics. trophies. So, so the, yeah, they yeah. could just port the mobile version to, because you know, play, Sony has that PlayStation Mobile, which is just their Android store. Mm-hmm. They could easily, I feel like, just port that, and then have it be playable on Vita. That's what Square Enix has been doing. It just seems. It would. It seems like the natural thing to do. I have San Andreas on my phone, <laughs> and why? It just seems like it's such a missed opportunity. I don't understand. I wish that there was. I wish I understood more about the. I guess the development side of it. Uh, for you should, somebody, you should ask I just, them. I just yeah. I want. I want. I seriously want like an explanation as to they're putting an iOS for five bucks. If they put this on the Vita for forty dollars, it would still sell. Yeah, ask uh, that Shahid Kamal guy. He. He handles like all their games for Vita. He he's the guy who brings everything to it. Tweet at him. Is that is that the dude <laughs> that did, that uh, brought Borderlands? Uh no, that was I think that was Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I think Greg Greg says he had something to do with it. I think he yeah, did. That was an up and new thing. I think he started that. Um, that was cool. But yeah, I just I don't understand that it, that would be it's so natural to bring those to the Vita, all three of them, but they don't for some reason. I don't I don't know. I don't get it. But speaking yeah. of the Vita, it has a big uh, week this week. Actually, there's the Vita like does? three release dates just got announced for it. Like in the past couple of days, on a Tuesday, it has Terraria coming to it, uh, Bit Trip Runner two, and that 3DS side-scrolling shooter Mutant Muds is coming to it on Tuesday. And those all just got kind of announced this week. Those are all cross by, pretty cheap, and. uh one of your favorite games is free right now. That's what I was gonna say. My one of like one of my Desert Island games is free on, on PlayStation Plus right now for the Vita. Stranger's Wrath, Oddworld, Stranger's Wrath. Uh, I love the shit out of that game, and I <laughs> platinumed it on the Vita, and it's free right now. So if you have a PlayStation Plus and you have a Vita, even if you don't have a Vita and you have a PlayStation Plus, just yeah, just add it to your account. Purchase it, add it to your account, so you so you eventually when you get a Vita. You can play it because yeah. it plays really well. It, I was expecting it to be slightly dated when I played it, but it it didn't feel that way at all. And I didn't mean to rap just then. Um, <laughs> but it plays really well on the Vita, uh, and it's a great game, and yeah. it's and it's free. I got yeah. mine. You got it. Do you have a Vita, Alexis? I don't. No, you guys probably think I'm the lamest gamer right now, but no, <laughs> I don't. Nobody has one. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. Eden yeah, doesn't have a Vita either. <laughs> um, I only have an, an Xbox and a uh, PS3 and a PS2. What's, but... uh, 
the PS2. But it's so archaic. <laughs> I still have my 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 back. I still have my backwards compatible like George Foreman PS3. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> George, the Spider-Man one. Yeah, the one with the, one with the Spider-Man font on it. <laughs> so that's that's games this week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, nothing crazy. The Vita has been getting a lot though, and you know what's unfortunate is I've been playing so much remote play on my Vita that I haven't actually been paying attention to the Vita Vita games, God which kind of sucks. Play. But I mean, it sucks in a good way because you're still using it. So <laughs> it does, but I feel bad about it. <laughs> like it seriously has changed the way that I play. The remote play has because I almost opt out of playing on my TV just so I can sit on my couch and watch TV while I play it on my Vita. And because I'm doing that, I'm not paying attention to what's coming out for the Vita at all. I'll Maybe once in a while I hop into the store. I know Jimmy will. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much, uh, games this week. Um, what's happening in music this week? What about music? Anything come out? Beyonce's new album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caught us all by surprise. Yeah. So yeah, explain this. Did she, she Eden you said that they announced it the day they released it? Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, but yet, but she announced it and released it the same day and it was plastered all over iTunes and everything and was kind of a big deal, but it was just kind of interesting cuz usually you have a album announcement at least like 2 months beforehand, maybe 1 month. Yeah. So it was That's... just really surprising. Is it good? I haven't listened to it yet. Me neither. But there's Let's a lot of pictures it's... Oh, and sorry? it's Beyonce. I said, let's be real. It's Beyonce. It's going to be yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair assumption. Yeah, I think, I think it's pretty safe to say. <laughs> yeah. When you're, when you're big enough to not have to do any kind of album promotion whatsoever, you can just like hop on Twitter and be like, I have a new album that's out today. Buy yeah, I mean, she's, I mean, the level that her and Jay-Z are at right now, I think is just insane. Like... I'm pretty sure she's just like, just shows up somewhere and gets money. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, you know, I have you guys that heard life. that like Aziz Ansari joke where you know like Jay Z goes out and he's like still making money because he's buying his own vodka and then he's paying for it, <laughs> which means he's just putting the money like back into his pocket. Right. It's like <laughs> these two are so insanely like on a different level. It's, I mean, it's been pretty amazing to like kind of watch her journey as she's gotten there. Yeah, really. That's crazy. Speaking of Beyonce, I listened, we put up our Christmas tree yesterday, and I listened to the Destiny's Child Christmas album for the first time. That's probably the only horrible thing she's ever done. (laughs) It's so bad. Oh my goodness. It's the Christmas album I've ever heard. I somehow have never heard it, so I'm not gonna know. It's on RDO. Sorry, Beyonce. (laughs) So, one one of my one of my favorite musicians put out well i don't want to say a new album it's it's new nobody's ever heard it but uh neil young put out a uh, a live record from that was actually recorded in 1970 at a little place called uh the cellar door and it's it's a club that holds like 120 people and uh, oh, wow. back in 19 yeah back in 1970 he did uh, two nights there and they recorded it and he never released it he just kind of kept it and uh, he has a really good tendency of doing this he just has these archives and archives of all this music that he's done over the years live. And on Tuesday, he, he released that record. It's um, It's got, 
like 11 or 12 tracks and they're all really cool really raw if you're into neil young really cool really raw uh, neil young tracks neil young's oh. canadian Actually, neil young really, is canadian i have a really good story about neil young being canadian um so this this was in the newspaper a couple of years ago and i find it really really funny so neil young grew up in winnipeg which is in the province east of me so above whatever states east of north dakota i have no idea um and <laughs> he grew up in winnipeg and then he became a famous musician whatever and then this couple bought his house and they were living there for a while and one day <laughs> this old homeless looking person shows up on their front yard and they're scared and didn't know who this was and he's just standing there inspecting their house <laughs> and it turns out to be bob dylan who decided to check out where neil young grew up while he was on tour <laughs> and i actually like saw bob dylan that tour too so it was just like it was just the most insanely hilarious thought in my brain to just have bob dylan standing in your yard <laughs> staring <laughs> and confusing at your for a homeless man <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Well, you kind of would, wouldn't you? Like, if yeah, you I could totally see that. Well, I would confuse Neil Young for a homeless man too. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> Guys, we just found the key to being famous. Oh, I'm already wow. there, dude. I look homeless. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Actually, I have I have news. I have grand news. I cut my beard and my hair. What? What? You cut <laughs> your did. beard? I cut my beard and I cut my hair. How much? I cut. Uh, Man, I probably cut I probably cut two and a half inches off my beard and about three inches off my hair. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. It's, Does your head feel better? Um right now it, it it's it's cut so straight that like the ends are so healthy now that I feel like I feel like I belong in like the Knights of the Round Table, you know, those like <laughs> Bob haircuts they used to have back then. <laughs> And it, it it flips around so easy, and it kind of curls up underneath. It's a little girly for me right now. Plus, <laughs> the, the beard, now that the beard is trimmed short, it's, I mean, most people wouldn't call what I have now a short beard. It's short to me. It's probably still, like, three inches long. Um, <laughs> but I don't have, like, the, the crazy ends anymore. Like, the ends aren't split, and so now it feels like super full beard, and it, like, poofs out everywhere. It's... I don't know. I'm waiting for it to grow back already. I'm not going into the public eye until my beard grows back. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> That's kind of sad. <laughs> but to, yeah, so I'm, I already look homeless. What do you want? I, I actually it, saw. It hasn't done anything for me. Neil Young in concert at Outside Lands. Oh, you went to Outside Lands? Two years ago, yeah. That, yeah, that year? He, yeah. He was, yeah. That and. Was, he was so unbelievably good. I was just like the rest of the weekend. I was just sort of like, meh, everyone else is meh, you know? And seeing no young is a trip because the dude will play like 13, 14, sometimes 20 minute songs live. Yeah. I, I was like, is this is still the same song? But no, it was, mm -hmm. <laughs> he debuted like a lot of um, new songs and stuff. And it was, he was great. It was yeah. an amazing show. And like everyone in the crowd, it was such a positive energy. It was good. I saw him the night before that show actually in Tahoe and uh, yeah, it was fantastic. He was playing a lot of the same material, all, which is what he usually does live is just play a ton of new stuff that nobody's ever heard before. Yeah. Why, why do artists do that? Neil Young does it because 
if you go back and listen to his back catalog, which con is consistent of like 30 plus studio albums. But what Neil does is he'll go out on tour. He'll tour the country for like three months playing all new material with one or two songs that people know kind of speckled in there. And then he records everything live. All his shows are recorded from the board live. And mm -hmm. what he'll do is out of all those dates, he'll pick whatever version, whatever night he played this new song the best. And he takes that raw live version. And that's the one that goes on his album. Oh, Every nice. once in a while, he'll do some overdubs and stuff to the track to add some more to it. But a lot of his stuff released is live versions of new songs. So it's a trip. I think for other artists, though, too, like for me personally, when I play a show, I try to put in like two or three new songs just to test out material and see how it feels playing it live because it can feel completely different playing it in your bedroom versus playing in front of X many people. Right, yeah, like absolutely. comics, when they test out material, they go out and do that stuff. They'll run bits by the the audience just to fill out the audience reaction. And yeah, but yeah, Neil Young is so good live, so good. Um, so I have a question for you, Alexis. Yeah. Do you do you play a lot of games on your phone? I am. I'm a huge mobile gamer actually um i do a lot of uh you know public transportation so mm -hmm. you know i it's one thing that keeps me occupied during that long commute to and from work so yeah i do a lot of mobile gaming um yeah what uh what are you into like the games that are like short quick bursts you play in five minutes or <clears throat> do you, would you also prefer a longer more drawn out maybe like an rpg experience on your phone um oh, oh my gosh i like i like both it depends on my mood you know um for a while i was addicted to kingdom rush oh such a good game it's such a good game like to a mm -hmm. point where and i run this problem with a lot of games and i'm sure you guys do too is where you're like okay i can still do one more and it's like 5 a.m and you're like <laughs> oh no i have to go to bed because i have to go to work in literally three hours yeah. But you're just like, I have to I have to keep playing. And I f really feel that way with Kingdom Rush. It's one of those games, even though it's like a mobile game. It's just, you know, I love like really pretty much like tower defense strategic games. Right. Um, and then, you know, like the fun quick burst like Subway Surfer or, you know, those kind of games where it's just the running or I forget what they call it with the constant. Like the in endless runners. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those are kind of full of those, huh? Yeah, like those. I mean, those are fun, especially that one. What it's called, running with friends. Oh yes. Because you can just like constantly compete with your friends, and it's just like that's. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want a little of that pride to to brag about, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so how do you feel about virtual controls? Do you think they've after what has it been seven seven years? I guess the App Store has been up for six years, so games have been. Games have been on touch devices for a while. Do you think the virtual controls have gotten there yet? Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, yes and no, right? Like, when you say virtual... For some games, right? Yeah. So, are you, like, saying, like, the, like, additional stuff, like joysticks and all that stuff? Or are you talking yeah. about just, like, straight yeah. on the... I mean, there are some games that, that are kind of built for the ground up for iOS, like... Um, 
or for mobile in general or touch in general like uh infinity blade and angry birds even yeah the games the games that are kind of ported over like we were just talking about gta and that sort of stuff um and even the first person shooters do you have you found any of those games to be while playing them like responsive enough to actually enjoy them or are you not liking them um again i think some are others I, I mean, the ones I've come across that haven't really kept me kept me wanting more, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with the touch, gosh, this is going to sound so bad. With the touch, there's a lot of work involved. <laughs> you yeah, know? there really is. Um, I've noticed that for some games, I almost need like a, a thimble for my finger because it's, <laughs> you know, you can like start to blister, right? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, like, it, it all depends. It depends on the mood. It depends on, like, how much, you know, if you just want, like, a quick, easy game. So it, it depends. The reason I ask is because now iOS 7's added controller support. Mm-hmm. And the controllers are starting to slowly get out into the wild. There's two now. One's made by Logitech, and the other one's made by Moga. And I picked up the, uh, the Moga device over the week and have been playing a lot of these games that have physical controllers implemented into them. And uh, I kind of don't, like, I've been doing it like five days, and I kind of don't want to not use the controller anymore. Um, You don't want to use the controller anymore. No, I don't. I don't want to use, sorry, I don't want to use the, uh, (laughs) I don't want to use the touch controls anymore. Oh. I find myself, now I'm totally spoiled with this controller. Yeah, but you're not gonna like take that onto like public transportation with you. <laughs> I think I would. I think I would. <laughs> no, you keep wouldn't. In, keep in mind, Chris has said that when he goes on tour, he's taking his PS4 with him so he can play remote play even without a TV. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> All you need is an outlet. All you need is an outlet and and your console. You don't even need a TV or nothing. I'm totally doing it. That's that's that's, that's yeah. That's totally legitimate. But you like know. my point is, uh, I got this controller and. Now I'm finding all the things that I tolerated with touchscreen controls. Like I, I played through a good majority of Grand Theft Auto Three um, with a touch, their their touchscreen controls, and I've mm-hmm. also a bunch of first-person shooters that I've kind of you know casually played on the phone. Now I find myself after using this controller for a few days because the tr- the controller works very well. Mm-hmm. If if this was something. And right now, both the controllers are a hundred bucks, which is kind of steep to me. Yeah. If this was something that got down into like the forty dollar range, and it collapse, I mean, the, the Moga controller collapses, so it, it gets down to about the width of an iPhone. It's still kind of thick, but is it if if more games started coming out and supporting this, is this something that you think you'd be interested in carrying around and playing with, or no? Uh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because if more games did it, it's e- it's a lot easier, and like you said, you'll probably enjoy a lot more of like first-person shooters and all that stuff a lot more because you're not <laughs> you're not yeah. having to do so much work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Oh and God, in that all makes honesty, me sound like so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally true, though. So, and, Alexis, oh, what do you think of the uh, Connect? <laughs> And we fit. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I was asked to do a video for 
the we fit and i was like you know what guys <laughs> i'm just gonna tell you no because i just i don't i don't know <laughs> that's a lot of work i feel, I feel the same like way. yeah i i mean i'm a lazy gamer guys <laughs> that well i am i mean isn't that kind of an oxymoron though i mean I, when i play games i want to just sit down and have a controller in my hand and that's why I didn't. That's why the Wii didn't stick for me. I think that's why the Wii didn't stick for a lot of the quote core that's gamers. That's why I didn't play mine. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to run. I don't want to stand up. I don't want to wag my hand around. I just want to <laughs> hold my controller. Colin, you know Colin from Beyond. He calls it baby games. He doesn't want to play yeah. baby games. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I didn't want to play baby games. <laughs> totally, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's, Eden plays a yeah, lot of games. Yeah, and you just, games. like, you feel stupid, like, pretending <laughs> to do these sports. Or I feel stupid pretending to do these sports, like, oh, in the middle of my yeah. living room. Like, it tells you to too. run, and you're, like, trying to run in the middle, like, in place. Yeah. And natu- like, that's not Absolutely. even how naturally I run. I hope not, but, you know. <laughs> well, the next, the next attachment is going to be a treadmill, so it makes it feel more natural. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Plug, plug this elliptical machine into your Xbox One. Yeah, I mean, it's, in theory, it's like a, a total experience. It's a really good idea. So this, like, trainer that is like a celebrity trainer, she has an app on the Xbox One now. And mm-hmm. I've just been interested in seeing it, like the Tracy Anderson app. I don't know if you guys have heard of it yet. But I've been interested in seeing it, like the workout stuff and, like, what if people actually stick with it you feel stupid while you do it or like (laughs) yeah it's it's like are people actually seeing results from it you know a very small percent i think yeah (laughs) i tried i'm not gonna lie when when the wii fit first came out umpteen years ago i thought this is great i'm gonna do yoga in the morning i'm gonna wake up (laughs) no (laughs) none of that ever happened I tried to balance on that thing one time, and it told me how bad my balance was. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go in this other room over here where my Xbox is, and I'm going to play some games. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want my game consoles to patronize me. <laughs> if that yeah. happened, I'd be like, yeah, no thanks. Sorry. Yeah. I'll just go to the gym or something. Well, Brain Age has been doing <laughs> it for Let a real while. people though. patronize you. <laughs> <laughs> so what about everybody else? Would you Are you guys interested in potentially using an iOS controller? What really concerns me is all these developers who for the last like six years have been working so hard trying to develop a good comfortable you know control scheme for these touch devices and now it's like apple's i kind of i'm 50 50 because i kind of feel like apple at one at one end is like ah we give up on this thing just here's here it is like make a controller for it and all these developers i think now are just like like chairs like well I guess we don't need to do swipe <laughs> controls next time. Well, like, I think that if it got taken up a lot, people would start to think about it a bit more. But designing for touch is difficult. And I know that just from what I do for a living. But, you know, like, I don't think that the iOS controllers that are all third party are going to really take on uh, much weight in terms of how people develop for a while. So yeah. I don't think we'll see that much change. But if you're thinking about it, if there are games that are being ported from places that already have controllers, there's so many that are so bad. I don't think we have to worry about it too much because all those ones 
are really more focused on having a controller which may or may not exist for that user right. th because it's easier. For me personally, though, I don't think I would buy a controller because right now I can't really play with a controller for more than an hour because it hurts too much because I hurt my hand. So <laughs> all I play is uh, Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> and a controller wouldn't, wouldn't mean jack for that game anyways. So. It would be <laughs> confusing. <laughs> yeah, kind of pointless. I mean, I guess it's it's on console, so I mean, it, it works to an extent, but I I think the other side of this, like, we could potentially be seeing better games that some developers have held out on. I know Chair at one point were has been asked, well, numerous times if they were going to bring over. Uh, I can't remember the name of this. Shadow time. Complex. That, Shadow Complex. I had to do that and last time. <laughs> I know. I was going to say this happened last time. I'm having deja vu. They were going to bring over Shadow Complex, and the biggest issue was the control scheme. And now yeah. it's not it's not an issue. So, And I don't know. The controller works really well. It works with a lightning port. It's not Bluetooth. There's there's no latency issues or anything. And it's got its own internal battery, so it works as a battery case as well. So I can pop it in this thing and charge my phone, even if I didn't want to use the <laughs> controller. Oh, nice. Put that in it's your just, pocket. <laughs> it's pretty rad, yeah. I mean, it. I will admit, though, $100... Is kind of steep considering I can go buy a, n a new controller for my PS4 and my three or my Xbox One for sixty dollars. Yeah, I I can't justify a hundred dollars for it because mostly the even the quote unquote console quality experiences on iPhone have always given me problems. Like Infinity Blade Three, beat the game, sound cuts out, game crashes, can't go back and watch the ending cutscene. So I had to find it on YouTube. That's stuff that happens to me with basically like every bigger iPhone game I play and I have a 5 iPhone 5 so like it's not like I'm on an older device and I right. just there's too much frustration for me and especially like I I'm in school so I always have my backpack so I don't look retarded when I like pull out a Vita you know like I'm not mm. putting it in my pocket so <laughs> that's just been a smoother experience for me so yeah you're like pulling a controller so, out of your pocket yeah, yeah. Like, Could you if, imagine how your jeans would wear down? Oh God! Like... Oh, e like if I was carrying a Vita in my pocket, <laughs> I would just like feel dumb. It's like using a 3DS in public. You just feel dumb. <laughs> I have versus a, a 2DS in public. You yeah. right. 3DS using okay. a Nintendo handheld right. in public. Right. Playing Nintendo dogs in public. Like all those games where you had to like <laughs> blow on the mic and stuff. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was just... that Wario? Yeah, the Wario game was like that too. Yeah, so that's what it's like for me. I'm, I don't know. I I'll buy one eventually when if they ever get down to like forty, fifty bucks, just to like play around with it. But until Apple says like, hey, this phone is a game device that has a phone connected to it and not the other way around, that's when I'll really like go ahead first into it. But yeah, I think it's a cool idea. It's really it's good that Apple is setting a standard that's yeah. available that's but what needed I, to happen I, i'm pretty interested in it I, I don't look at it as just a controller i kind of see it as a transformative device because you're basically transforming your phone into like a vita or a a, a ds or something like that you're, you're basically mm -hmm. turning it into a mobile console I, I don't really see it as buying a controller the hundred bucks doesn't really yeah. bother me too much i'd be better off i'd like it more if it was 60 80 80, yeah. 80 even but I don't know. I, I really can't play mobile devices, though, because I get that double vision thing if I play too long. 
Yeah. But I'm interested in it. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I'm just glad Apple's, Apple's supporting it because now that Apple – I mean, I've had an iCade for a couple of years, which if you're not familiar with the iCade, is that, that miniature arcade cabinet that you can slide your iPad into, and it works via Bluetooth. And it works for some games, but you had to support the iCade in order for it to work. And now that Apple has kind of implemented this into iOS 7, it works pretty flawlessly. And this controller, this um, MOGA controller, has the exact same button layout as an Xbox 360 controller. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. Like when you I sent mean, the picture of it or the video or whatever, I thought yeah. I was like, "Whoa, that's like a 360 yeah. controller." Yeah, it's got it's got two triggers, it's got two bumpers, it's it's got all the buttons, it's it's got two analog sticks, and every button is analog. But don't you think it uh, sort of defeats the purpose of being mobile? So now you have like all these additional things that you're carrying around for your mobile device. It does. I would never. I carry a backpack with me most places I go. Yeah, I do too. But I usually like if I'm going into a store or I'm going somewhere that I'm not going to be long term. I don't. I carry just my phone. And you're right. I I wouldn't take this controller with me. Just I think make a there's a cool necklace for it, and you can just wear it around <laughs> your neck. And... Mr. T. Yeah. Just get a satchel, dude. And then just pop your phone in. You know, you're good. Just making gamers <laughs> cooler at every point. <laughs> you can make right? a belt out of it. <laughs> oh goodness. Then you could have yeah, I would never carry it around. Uh, so I, I think there's there'd be a set of games f- for having it with me, and then a set of games that I would play for when I don't have. Yeah, it. I think that I think that's a probably a fair statement. You know, it's like one of those things where you'd probably play more with the controller in private, and then when you're like out mm-hmm. in public, out and about, definitely you're not gonna whip out a controller. Yeah, I mean, I probably would. Yeah. Most so, since we're since we're in the holidays, I think we should stick with the holiday theme themed questions like we have the last couple of weeks. And uh, I was thinking, I was playing uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was playing the new Batman game. Now I'm having a hard time. Arkham Origins, and it's Christmas themed. And I started thinking about all the games that I've played in the past that are Christmas themed, which actually isn't very many. So my question to you guys is do you have a favorite christmas themed game or if you don't have a, th- a game that's themed christmas a game that for some reason or another reminds you of the holidays hmm. for me um mass effect 2 reminds me of christmas warren and i my partner we played mass effect 2 all of last christmas break and that's literally all we did was drink Bailey's and play Mass Effect. Oh, Bailey's. <laughs> so, <laughs> I that's that feels like Christmas to me. Anthony. Um, well, like I said, that one uh, when I did that Metal Gear Solid Two run through, that was over my Christmas break. I just ran that thing for two days straight, and uh, that's probably the only one that actually reminds me of Christmas. I really don't. I ha- I can't really say that I've associated a, a game with Christmas. Other than that one. Yeah. Alexis? Um, for me it's a mobile game for sure, Bladeslinger. And for me it's like more it's a more personal. It was the first game that I actually did a voice narration for. Um and it came out right. close to last Christmas. So for me that was exciting because uh yeah, I got to be a voice in a game and it was awesome. So that's rad. So yeah, what, that's probably so, the one. So so how me. was how was yeah. that experience? 
Um, was that a fun it experience? It was really cool. The, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was really actually hard because I didn't get to see that much of the gameplay footage when I was doing the narration. So I kind of just had to like imagine it and go from there and just go, which I think a lot of voice actors do. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so, but it was fun. It was so much fun. And then to see the final product with like my own voice over it was, it's a, just a really cool thing to experience. So, awesome. yeah, it was fun. Jimmy, now that you're back. I don't really like play Christmas themed games. I don't know why and just never have, but I really want to get that new Batman because that's Christmas themed. I was kind of holding off on it. It's a fun game to play during the holidays. Yeah, that's what I heard. So I've just been waiting and I'm assuming that it'll get some sort of discount over the like Steam Christmas sale. So I'll probably pick it up then. Might show up on Plus in a couple months. Yeah. What are you guys' favorite movies to watch during the holidays? (laughs) Chris watches like every Christmas movie every year. I have a rack of Christmas movies. You do? That are in constant (laughs) rotation. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, Mine... You know what? There's like three movies that every time I watch one of these three Christmas movies, I always say, this is my favorite fucking Christmas movie ever. And then the next night I watch the next one and I say the same thing. So it's like three of them, I think, are right about the same. And that's um, Christmas Vacation. Oh, I'm watching. Polar Express. Yeah, me too. Was, yeah. That... Polar Express and um, and the, uh, the Jim Carrey version of, uh, I'm drawing a blank, not Scrooge, but. Uh, Grinch. Christmas Carol. Oh, Christmas Carol. Yeah. Jimmy watches Airbud. I don't. <laughs> I watch <laughs> Airbud every year. <laughs> According to Eden, I watch Airbud every year. Um, no, I like Christmas Vacation. That's my favorite. I watch that all the time. It's actually on right now. It's yeah, on it's like on, every channel yeah. around Christmas. Like, it's always on. It's not. It's not the same when it's on like ABC Family. Though. Oh yeah. Yeah, I bought his, a Blu-ray. His I rant is not. Not the same. I, I think we watch... uh, talked about this. Lo- oh, go oh, ahead. Sorry. I think we l- talked about this last week, but I said I didn't like any Christmas movies other than <laughs> old movies. But then I thought about it, and the Charlie Brown Christmas special yes. is pretty near and dear. And I'm very excited to watch that on Christmas Day. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, on Christmas Day, I usually watch that uh, the Christmas story, the, that marathon. And I'll watch it like about six oh, times a yeah. day. Oh, yeah. Oh I gosh. forgot they do that on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they play it 24 hours, right? Yeah, all day, dude. They, they play it 24 hours, and I'll watch it a good half of that day. What about you, <laughs> That's Alexis? That's so funny. I love Love Actually. That's such a typical girl movie to probably say, but that movie just makes me feel warm and Christmas fuzzy movie? inside. I don't think so. I've ever seen that. I had no yeah, idea. That, that is a Christmas it. movie. What? <laughs> you guys have never seen Love Actually? <laughs> I saw it no. with my girlfriend. Aww. Okay. She loves it. It's so good. That's sweet, Jimmy. Oh, my gosh. If there's one thing that I leave you guys with, it's to go watch Love Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. This is how terrible it is. I didn't even know that was a Christmas movie. Yeah, me neither. Oh, my gosh, you guys. You guys have to see this movie now. The cover of the DVD is, like, it's- four pictures divided by a bow and it says like the best christmas movie ever <laughs> oh. jimmy did okay, you like well, it okay well i guess i've never seen the cover yeah you know like i 
Like, my girlfriend likes the very specific types of movies. No, which Jimmy, do not blame your like. girlfriend. Did you like but it? No, no, I was going to say, like, that one was pretty good. Like, I hate most of them, but I like that one a lot, actually. That was good. T- Jimmy, that, Jimmy's going to be getting tons of texts from me and Anthony in <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> no, I didn't. I had no idea it was a Christmas movie. It is I'm, a Christmas movie. I will watch it. You guys it, have to watch it. And well, I'll check it out. It's good. I'm, it's funny. I'm glad I could at least leave you guys with that. <laughs> so that's it. That's that's my that's my work for the week. I'm gonna watch Love Actually between now and next podcast. Yes. Wow. Good. A one hour oh. movie in a whole week. I don't know if I you'll know. be able to do it. Hey, it's probably an hour twenty. I'm sure. <laughs> set, set the we should figure out week. some way to watch it together. And uh, <laughs> stream. Well, like, what was that Xbox app? You used to be able to like. Yeah, we used to be able to watch a point where you could like. Yeah. Yeah. The group Netflix watch. party. Yeah. Yeah. They got rid go. of that. I because we yeah. tried to do it last year. My friends and I. Did, they just got rid of it. They were like, No, no, we're sorry, we're sorry. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Yeah, everyone hated it because it framed the movie yeah, like really small. I hated that. <laughs> it's like, what are we watching? I can't even see it. <laughs> so. You said at the beginning of the podcast you played uh, Rainbow Moon. Yes. Uh, Rainbow Moon is a PS3 game that came to Vita recently. And I skipped it when it was on PS3. But um, East Asia Soft was kind enough to give me a code. So I I didn't know if I'd like it because I'm not a huge JRPG guy. But um, like 50 hours later, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> So I, give us the Jimmy Champagne review okay. of Rainbow Moon. It is like older RPG styled where you walk around this big open world and uh, the combat is turn-based, but it's like tactics kind of like found. It's like a very light version of like Final Fantasy tactics. And uh, what's different is the random battles. You can like accept or decline them and it will show you how many enemies there are. So you can kind of judge whether or not you'll be able to like win the fight. And I thought that was cool because I hate grind heavy stuff like where it forces you to. And um it's like each basically the each the story's all filler and the only reason it's there is to get you to the next character that's gonna join your party. And you know, it just it looks really good and the combat is pretty repetitive, but there's like seventy different types of enemies, so every time you start to get bored they shuffle the rotation of enemies out soundtrack's pretty good game looks great um it's only 15 dollars too and it has well over 100 hours of content that i will never get to because playing a game for 50 hours was kind of crazy for me and like when i finished i was like whoa that's a lot of time but yeah i would definitely recommend it it's for if you buy it on ps3 you can get the beta version for seven dollars and fifty cents and other than that, it's fifteen dollars, and they have a shared trophy list. Cross saving all that. Not bad. I can't bring myself to do the JRPGs anymore, though. For some yeah, uh, it'll be a long time before <laughs> I play another one. I'm, <laughs> before like you that, step into that, that arena I got my again. fix. I was like, all right, uh, I'm kind of done with this genre, and unless they make another Persona, like come out soon, I will be yeah. staying away. I had like a new Mario I, RPG. I'd be done for that. Oh yeah, uh, I love those. God damn, Eden. I don't know if I've ever asked you this. Are you? Do you like JRPGs? No. Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I think I would if I had more time, but like right now, 
I have maybe 10 hours max a week to play games, so JRPG doesn't really fit in there. Yeah, because yeah, it's I like if you, you walk away from a JRPG and come back, it's like, what was I doing? Oh, yeah. You can't <laughs> walk so away. It's so easy to just forget. Nope. That's why. That's why Persona 4 Golden will probably never get finished. <laughs> I walked away from it like 25 hours in like eight months ago, and <laughs> I tried I tried to boot it up like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, who the fuck is this person? I don't remember any of this shit. Like, I'm going to have to start over. I can't start over. That was 25 hours ago. I just can't do it. Yeah, no, no JRPGs for me. All right, well, Jimmy, do you have – is that your weekly review? Um, yeah, that's my <laughs> weekly review. So – yeah, I was thinking I, skip skipping some of this other stuff we were gonna yeah, talk I about. Yeah, I review. I put that up on. I just put that review up today on my website, and I gave it uh, eight out of ten, just because it's it's obviously not for everyone. Eight. It's not a completely accessible game, eight. and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. All right. So Eden, what yes. are you liking this week? Yeah, so we're gonna do a new segment where I just say my favorite thing of the week. <laughs> Um, this week I had a really funny thing happen. So I decorate my house for Christmas, probably crazier than most people because I really like it and it makes me feel warm inside and it's extremely cold outside and that's what I do. So I have these awesome decorations that go on my stairs and they're these three snowmen and they're supposed to look like they're falling down the stairs. And... My mom had purchased them when she worked at, like, a novelty store. I think it would be kind of similar to, I don't know, like a Spencer's or something. I don't know what that's like there. Uh, we still got them. That's basically so, an adult store now, right? Oh, what? Yeah. It's an adult store now. Yeah, not that. She didn't work there. <laughs> what kind of snowmen do you have falling down your <laughs> stairs? Well, they just had, like, a lot of junk. They had some adult stuff, but, like, they had these ornaments. And so I was unpacking these last year, actually. And this happened last year, but I just remembered because I put them out today. And I dropped one of these snowmen, and it cracked open. And inside this hollow little snowman, uh, there's a bunch of goat figurines. All, like, melded together and, like, staring out the snowman's ass. Goat figurines? Goats, yes. I'm going to put a picture in the uh, description for this episode. But this is my favorite thing because it's so ridiculously hilarious. And, like, all these stores have closed down because they had a whole bunch of copyright infringement issues. But, like, I'm just like, are these goats made out of drugs? Why are they inside of here? (laughs) Was there a way to get them in there? No, no, and they're all, like... like they're melted together, what so it's like hell? mostly just goat heads, <laughs> and you don't know why from one another, and you don't know why they're no in there. idea. That is crazy. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> I need. I need to know. You. I need to see a picture of this. Yeah, this I, I'm gonna post like... one in the uh, description for the podcast. And speaking oh, about the description <laughs> about the podcast, we forgot to mention that we would really love if people reviewed us on iTunes because we don't have any reviews yet. <laughs> yeah, rate us. Rate us on iTunes. Unless you're going to give us anything lower than a five, then <laughs> stay away. Then rate another podcast. <laughs> yeah. You give us a five-star review this week, we'll give you a shout-out in the podcast next week and read oh, your review out loud. Hey, there it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one now. Jeez. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so let's move into listen some listener mail on that note. Um, we got a few messages in, some directed at Lexi and some d- Alexis and some directed mm. at all of us. Uh, first one comes from Anthony Guerra or a-, a awesome Anthony, I guess. So he's trying to one up you, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> it's like awesome um, Anthony. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not so asking that. If you have to choose a superpower, which one would it be? And what devious things would you do with them? So mm. let's start with Alexis. Oh, man. Um, gosh, this is always a hard question because I'm not sure if I want invisibility or to fly. So obviously, my with like what I do, you know, defiantly, I guess it would be... If I was invisible, definitely I would stalk Ryan Gosling invisible all the time. <laughs> Constantly. Um, <laughs> um. Yeah, and then to fly, I don't really know what I would do deviantly if I was to fly. So, I don't know. I guess, like, rob places and then fly away. I don't... <laughs> Well, you would never have to worry about, like, customs. Because you could just, like, fly to Europe if you really had the energy to do it. Oh, you could be a it. drug mule. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Make lots of money. All right. Yeah, that's true. All right. So drug mule <laughs> it is. Flying in a drug mule. Or invisible. You're a flying drug mule. Invisible in Ryan Gosling. So those are my uh, two. Alexis, the, the flying drug mule. Yeah. So what about you, uh, Jimmy? <laughs> I would... I don't know if this counts, but I would really like to have the Iron Man suit because. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about what we want for Christmas or what our superpowers well, would be? Kind of like a superpower, <laughs> I guess. I would make it so it only works with me. Therefore, superpower. But yeah, that'd be cool because then you can fly and you have this like gun on your hand. I don't know. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. I like Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> and you would do what with it now? Uh. Oof. What devious thing? Um, I would like wait for people to park their car, and then I would pick it up and move it to a different spot, <laughs> and then just wait for them to come out and be like, "Oh shit, where's my car?" You are the world's most evil mastermind. <laughs> so, Jimmy, you'd pretty much just troll people all day. Yeah, yeah, that's like all. That's what I it's do sounding like, yeah. <laughs> Or I'd, like, move a bunch of snow in front of, like, people's doors and stuff. (laughs) And just, like, fly around America and just fuck with people. And no one would catch me because I'd be, like, all over the place at all the time. (laughs) What about Anthony? Um, Well, I think for me, I think I would pick uh, Shapeshifter. That way I could shapeshift into, like, Ryan Gosling and make it really awkward for uh, for girls that were spying on me. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um. <laughs> yeah, I try. So you'd be stalking the wrong one? Yeah. You could, like, you could, like shapeshift into celebrities and take risque pictures and then blackmail them with them. Sell it, <laughs> Sell yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> that would be cool. I smell a TV script. <laughs> what do you want, Chris? Ma'am. Well, he's already totally got his beard. beard. Um, I have the beard superpowers already. Uh, for some reason or another, 
I've always just wanted to fly. I know that's like the most generic answer. Um, no, it's not because it's the most awesome answer. Because who doesn't want to fly? Isn't it the most awesome answer though? It is. It's just like, but think I feel about like... all the money you would save on not buying airplane tickets. Right. No traffic. Yeah. Just extremely, ugh, it's not, it seems awesome. Yeah. So, uh, but I do feel like, yeah, I do feel like 90% of the population would probably pick that, but I, I've always had, uh, yeah, f- either fly or super strength. And, um... I don't know what devious things I wouldn't do if I could fly. Jeez. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, Chris, you no and I on, could I've start our own, like, drug, like, rule we could j- over we, the world. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure, like, flying, you probably get tired, right? So, like, you probably couldn't go all the way from Mexico to, like, say, Seattle. So we could, like, meet somewhere in, like, Halfway. Fresno. Yeah, and then I could take over the flying for the rest of the way. I'm into it. You guys would probably be so fit, too. Just like... Oh, buff arms. Well, do we have to flap our arms and legs when we fly, though? (laughs) Yes. Well, otherwise it's gliding. (laughs) Oh, okay. I would want to glide because I don't want to... Remember we talked about this. I don't like the Wii. I don't want to flap myself around (laughs) when I fly. So not only... (laughs) Yeah, we want to (laughs) glide because we're so lazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no arm flapping for me. Can you imagine if that's how Superman had to fly? He had to flap his arms. Oh god, it wouldn't be a Superman. <laughs> or kick his feet like he had fins. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's probably what I would do. Um, fly, I guess. For me personally, this is kind of a funny question because when I was like six or seven, I was completely convinced that I did have superpowers. Like, I would cross my eyes, and because everything would double in my vision, I would think that I was actually duplicating things. Or I'd cover one eye, and because I could see through my one hand, I would think that I could see through walls. So, um, I oh already have them, so that I can't answer cute. this question. <laughs> <laughs> that is too, too cute. What would you do with those dev- with those powers? If I could see through walls and yeah. stuff, yeah. I would... I would probably be at Ryan Gosling's house. <laughs> <laughs> My house. All the ladies just end up at Ryan Gosling's house. That's just how it goes. Uh, that's how and then they find out the that it's just Anthony the shapeshifter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it would actually probably be, like, awesome for, like, journalism or something, though, if you could see through walls and stuff. It's like, how's this game going? Oh, I can see what they're doing now. Actually, you could make a you could make a killing being like paparazzi. Yeah. You need a camera that can see through walls, though. Just have that yeah. implant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm we sure got another. Give you leg up. We got another question from Anthony Abat, or also known as Bro- Bruce Wayne Brady. <laughs> um, he asks. <laughs> that's a sweet. Yeah, though. that's pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> He asked, he asked Lexi specifically, but I think most of us can probably answer this. Does she find it strange to explain her job to people that aren't as tech savvy? And since this is directed towards Alexis, I'll let you go first. Uh, actually, yeah, this is a great question. Um, <laughs> you know, my parents are so old school that when I told them, you know, oh, I got a job at IGN, this is what I'm doing, they're like, okay, wait, you know, like, where I'm reporting on video games, you know, we're sort of the ESPN of video games, and they're sort of like, okay, wait, what? Like, unless it's, like, a tangible object, 
to a lot of older people, I feel like they can't quite grasp what we do. We're like, yeah, we make videos, you know, we we write reviews on video games, and they're just like, like, video game, video games? Like, Mario? I'm like, yeah. So I, I think it is kind of hard to a lot of the older generation to explain what I do, but, you know, a lot of my friends and stuff completely grasp it that are around my age and stuff. So, um, yeah, I just think that they don't quite understand the significance that is video games and how much money that this business actually makes. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of people get it. Just a lot of the older generation is quite difficult <laughs> to kind of grasp yeah, what exactly it is that I do. So, Jimmy, when you when you tell your family that you your biggest aspiration is to write about video games, how do they react to that? <laughs> They're like, well, I mean, before I went to IGN with my dad, he wasn't very into it, but after <laughs> he really liked it. After they had him on knocking boots, I think he was sold. <laughs> i think he was down but normally if it's like a bunch of people i just say entertainment reviews you know like something that's just easier to end the conversation yeah and i think it's yeah. i think it's a lot harder for people to grasp yeah. that like you know because i think the first question people ask is well how does it make money like how are these videos making money and again that goes i i specifically target like a lot of the older people because they're just like if i can't buy it at a store you know what I don't understand how you're making money, you know? And so I don't think right. a lot of people can grasp that now where we've come into an era that YouTube and, you know, selling advertisements online and all this stuff is, is a big thing. You know, I don't think they realize how much money is actually behind this and they just don't, they haven't evolved with how fast this, right. you know, new media era has evolved into. They're just not grasping it quite yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, like, with that, when I tell like friends or family what I do, it's like I make uh, mobile apps and websites, and I'd eventually like to make video games. And they're like, "Okay, so what do you actually do?" <laughs> and to kind of explain like coding and you know all that stuff to them, that's the thing that I have the hardest time with. Like, I think they know kind of like what a mobile app is or a website is. Luckily, maybe not really get why I would want to make video games, but it's just like the actual like technical part of the stuff that's what i have the most issue with yeah me too it's like you have to judge how long is this going to take to explain and how much does the other person care you know like yeah i actually <laughs> it's so funny i went to a wedding a couple months ago and a lot of the people there were very like they're from the east coast and we, the wedding was in wyoming and like a lot of people there were just very much they're a lot of my you know same age as me and if it's I felt like a huge disconnect because a lot of them didn't, there are a lot of the old fashioned way of thinking of like, okay, I need to get a job and start at the bottom and work my way up. You know, I need to get into finance. I need to get into like politics or get into, you know, just a regular corporate job. And I find that so interesting right. because I, maybe it's because I'm in San Francisco and I live in like a tech bubble that I'm just like, you know, you don't have to do that way anymore. Like you don't have to go the, conventional route you know that with all these apps and all these startups and all of you know the tech and stuff it's there's so many other directions that you can go that I find that people are a lot happier and just talking to them about this stuff and about video games and letting them know like Candy Crush makes 
oh my gosh, like millions and millions of dollars a day, right? Like, and they just right. have no idea. And they're just, they say, like, you tell them, like, oh yeah, I work in video games. And they kind of like treat it as a joke. Like, you don't have a real job or, you know, that you're just like messing around. And, and little do they know that this company is like a billion dollar, like, business, you know? And it's expanding yeah. in so many different ways that, you know, they like don't even, they just, it's, it's crazy to me that people are so like they're very narrow-minded when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, it's it, it is one of those things that I don't think everybody's grasped yet. I mean, people people play stuff like Candy Crush, they download it for free and they don't they don't understand that even though the game technically is free, even if people aren't doing the in-app purchase stuff, how much money that game is pulling in every day. Yeah, I mean that I mean that game exactly. alone is like that game is raking in so much money every day. I'm just like it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So well, they were they got some of the highest amount of venture capital for a game ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, like that was they've beat the record. Yeah, and for a game as simple as that one, like for us who have seen lots of video games, that they figured out. Okay, we know how to make it so addictive that people are going to pay us a dollar for five extra lives. Just so they don't have to wait for an hour. Oh yeah, I'm totally <laughs> guilty of purchasing that. So <laughs> I, I am too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm guilty of never playing that game. <laughs> oh man, good for I, you, Chris. I have never <laughs> played it. <laughs> good for you guys. You guys call yourself real gamers. <laughs> well, I'm pulling the girlfriend card again. But one time we were oh, getting geez. coffee. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. She the girlfriend like, again. <laughs> She was like, I'm stuck on level 34. And I was like, oh, how hard can it be? I was like, I'll help. Because she hadn't played it in a couple of weeks. So she had a bunch of lies or whatever. So we like play it. And I'm like, whoa, this is hard. And then like I did it a second time. I was like, whoa, this is like really hard. And like we tried and we used up all of our lives. And then she's like, we're out of lives. And I was like, well, can't you invite someone or something? And she was like, well, yeah, but that takes a while. And I was like, whoa, I totally get it now. I get why this works. Yeah. Because it was yeah. like, I really wanted to beat the level. It was like, really? I was like, whoa, all right, take a step back. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and I, 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 did, I just I really don't think it. people realize, like, how much money, like, that game makes and, like, how actually really well it does and, you know, the strategy behind it. And they just sort of think it's a joke. So it's it's interesting. I think it all depends on, like, who you talk to, going back to, like, the question. <laughs> um I think it all depends on, like, who you're talking to and where you are. But I really saw that, that it was hard for me to explain what I did when I'm more outside of the tech bubble. I find it very hard and talking to a lot of, like, the older generation. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever, like, whip out your phone and, like, show them, like, a video that you've worked on and say, like, I was doing this, this, and this during this video? Or is it just, like, not worth it? Um, It's, like, it's to me, it's just not worth it. Be like, yeah. you know, this is what we do. This is what I do. This is me on the fix. This is, you know, um, mm-hmm. on, or at, up at noon and stuff like that. It's just, it's not, yeah, it's not worth it. It's just, it's more of a, a pain or not a pain. That's a bad word to say for it. It just, it's like, what's the, it's like an inconvenience. Yeah. It's like, what's the point? You know, like, I'm not going to sit here and try to yeah. convince you that like I have a real job, like. You know? Yeah. Or it's like Jimmy said, you got to gauge like how, how much how it, time exactly. you want to spend telling it and versus how interested they actually are in what you're exactly. talking about. Exactly. Which don't get me wrong. Like some people are super interested and they're like, oh my God, I had no idea. And they're really open-minded to it. And then, you know, there's others that just like really could give 
two shits about what I do. Yeah. I get, like, with me, if I explain something to somebody and if I whip out the apps I work on and stuff and show them, they're like, oh, I have an app idea, or can you build this for me? How much does it cost? Because everybody has app ideas now. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, so now I'm just more like, uh, I make things pretty and code things for a living so that they get confused and then I can stop talking. <laughs> yeah, I love that. When people come, oh, I have a great video idea. And then they push out this video <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, you know, what am I, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, <laughs> 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 you're like, thanks, I think. So. <laughs> well, that was a great question. Thank you to the two Anthonys, Anthony Guerra and Anthony Abat for submitting questions. If you would like to ask, ask a question for next week, you can email podcast at 36man.com or tweet it at us, 36manpodcast. And I think that Chris has our closing question. I do. So I was thinking about this. If and when we make it to, say, 100 episodes. I was wondering how we're going to feel or if we're going to feel differently about why we started doing this in 100 episodes from now versus why, why we're doing it right now. So the question I have, and then I want, I want to kind of revisit this if and when we, we hit, you know, 100. What is it for all of us, and I mean all five of us, uh, what is it about podcasting that makes us want to do it or that makes you want to do it? Like, why did you want to do this in the first place? Given this is the fourth episode in. What do you think, Eden? Um, I like having projects. I don't know if anybody's noticed. I like to have a lot of projects going on at once that I can do stuff with and practice different things. I actually have to do a lot of radio interviews and television interviews with my music and my work. So I kind of wanted something that I could practice with that. And then it turned into... I just really like having a conversation that I know I'm going to have once a week with friends that I like-ish. And um, that's kind of really important to me. And it's kind of fun just organizing it. And I don't know if Jimmy and Chris have really noticed, but I really like organizing things. <laughs> no. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yeah. Jimmy. But. Oh, um, well, you know, I like with my website we brought on more people but you know everyone's busy and they're doing nintendo stuff and i get kind of stuck with all the sony stuff so i'm doing sometimes like three to four reviews a week just because i have obligations to the people who give me codes for free games and then i just like having at the end of the week some time to just like talk about stuff you know like that isn't me sitting down at my computer and writing a thousand words about a game that i may or may not like you know mm -hmm. I, just, I like talking and then I get to pick one of those really good ones and kind of share about it. And I really like that. It's like giving more press to the people who deserve it over the ones who kind of like shovel out a game, you know? But yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. And I like that you guys are both into music because I can like secretly feed off you guys and know new things to listen to. <laughs> like the Beyonce my heavy album? And audio is terrible. Yeah, yeah the new Beyonce album. So Jimmy, Jimmy's gonna be listening to. He's gonna put on shuffle, Beyonce and Neil Young. Mm -hmm. And the Destiny's and Child Christmas album. Yeah, I've actually <laughs> been listening right. to um, Brian Altano's album, and it's so like, good. Yeah, like all fan classes aside, you know, it's actually really good. Like I didn't know if I'd actually like it, and I downloaded it, and I was like, whoa, 
I was studying for a final and I listened to the whole thing and I was like, wait, did that just end? I was like, that felt like one song. But yeah, it's was, it was really good. It's free. Yeah, he's so. super talented, Brian Altano. I yeah, I like this isn't meant to sound like harsh or anything, but I couldn't believe how professional that album came out. Like Yeah. It's insane yeah. how good it is. He's super talented. And just like a nice guy. He's just like a Yeah, definitely. So down to earth, nice guy. I I enjoy working with that guy every day. And he's a foodie. Did you guys know that? Yes. He's a what? He's mentioned it. He's a big foodie. I didn't believe it. I thought he was joking. Yeah, no. He's, like, really into it. He gets, like, special. He taught me how to cut an onion one day. He, like, gets stuff ordered to the office, like, these specialty cooking stuff. I think I've learned more about cooking from him than my own mom. Wow. So, just... So wait, how do you cut an onion? Do you do like the cut it in half and then? So he said, like into slivers. No, he said so you won't. Because I told him like when I cut onions, I always tear up. So I guess what you do is you cut off the ends first, then you cut through the middle, and then you just keep cutting with the skin on. Like you keep cutting, uh, like the halves like into smaller, and then just dice it. Oh wow! Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Very yeah, <laughs> I cannot stand onions. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan. I think the other thing he said was like, is either onions or garlic. If if your hands smell like that, you put cold water in a stainless steel sink and then rub your hands on the bottom. I saw. Yeah, him they make that. like, they make like stainless steel soap. Like it's just like stainless steel in the shape of soap that you wash your hands with after cutting onions, and it makes it go away. Yeah, so I guess you could use your sink too, but <laughs> you know, selling things for the sake of selling things. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I didn't so, know uh, Chris, what what is it about podcasting that you like? I, I don't work at games, so I don't get. Uh, and aside from my friends, I don't get to talk about games that much. And I'm like, obviously, on like an uber level with how I play games and how I interact with games and stuff. Um. So this is my outlet, like probably 15 years ago I, I took a job at GameStop just as a side thing to do I literally did it like three hours a week just so I can go in there and talk to people about games and so that's what this is for me it's it's kind of like my game outlet because I noticed on the Twitter which basically is now the band Twitter um, I talk about a lot of non-band related stuff game stuff and uh, so I just need a second a secondary outlet for that and that's what this is for me about you anthony uh for me well when i used to podcast back what in like oh five with chris uh i basically just did it just so we could hang out and stuff and then i moved away and we really didn't get to do it and um so i'm basically just doing it just so i can kind of have my conversations with chris that we used to have before and you know i miss you buddy <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. That was the sweetest answer. <laughs> and I know that you don't podcast on a regular basis, but what what is it about just talking about this kind of stuff in general, Alexis, that um, that you enjoy? I really enjoy just the conversation. Um, it's yeah. very rare that you know, like people go into a conversation with like picked out subjects, and I think that's there's something fun about that is going in being like, okay, we're gonna have like an, like 
an intelligent conversation about XYZ, you know, and I think that there's something really, really nice about that. And I like listening, you know, I'm a huge fan of podcasts, um, especially like the Joe Rogan experience. Have you guys listened to that? Mm, yeah, I, I checked I it out. I like that one. I mean, who would have thought Joe Rogan was that friggin' smart? Like, right? I would have never. <laughs> Is he the host of Survivor? No, um, the X no. Factor. Fear Factor. Fear Factor. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fear yeah. Factor. And uh, yeah, like, who would have thought he was that freaking smart? Like, he talks about everything, like religion. He talks about, like, yeah. drugs. That's like a TV show, too, right? Uh, well, he does YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah, you okay. know what? I think he has done some on broadcast. I was gonna say I thought I, I thought I saw a TV show called The Joe Rogan Experience yeah. where he it was stuff like that. It was like, he was like debunking magic, right? Maybe it was a special. Yeah. What? And he just brings on like the most incredible guests. Like he brings on you know like Tim Ferriss. I don't know if you guys know who that is. He, um, no. Yeah. Yeah. The author of Four Body, The Four Hour Body. Um, oh right. And he like brings in like really gets he asks some like really tough, deep questions that I feel like a lot of you know other journalists or people that are talking to that he doesn't, you know, he just gets like really deep in, into the nitty gritty of stuff. And it's, it's good. It's a really good podcast. So I yeah. think stuff like that is, you know, that's, that's why I enjoy podcasts and I've enjoyed coming on and talking with you guys about, you know, a lot of subjects and it's nice. It's nice to have that human conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Oh, of course. Anytime you guys, I had so much fun with you guys. And and I I appreciate you uh, coming down last week. Was it last week? You came down and uh, and and hosted the the Davis. Kids yeah, course. that was so much was fun. I had a great time doing that. Thanks for having me there too, Chris. Yeah, well, thanks for coming. Anytime. Yeah, you had a really good turnout, and your album was amazing. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. When I hope your someday album we can put out? it out. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, it's not up to us anymore. It's done. Um. The album's finished, and we're just kind of hanging, waiting to see what the release schedules look like for the potential partners that we could be working with. So, yeah. So I want to put it out so bad. Are you guys like working on your third album now? Um, actually, I I think I'm gonna start working on. Uh, we've had a lot of people ask about acoustic material and acoustic versions of this material, and so I think I'm gonna work on some of that stuff right oh, now. Oh, nice. Until we figure out. Yeah, but I am consistently writing and I am working on material for for a new record, but we haven't gone into the studio or anything. I want this one to come out so bad. I just want to post it. It's it's <laughs> really good. I was lucky enough to hear it last Friday and it's it's really good. Thank you. I can't wait to get it out there. Yeah, I can so, congrats. That's like the most frustrating feeling, hey? Is oh like my god. When it's out of your hands like right now, we're waiting for ours to be finished mastering. And so it's like completely out of my hands. Can't give any input. And it's just like, when can we release it? When can we do this? When can we do this? And yeah. it's just like so stressful, even though it's yeah. not worth the stress. <laughs> yeah. It just sucks. Cause like the, the PR team that we're working with, they want to start PR two months out. So every time a month goes by, I know that it's going to be at least two months before potentially we could put this record out or before the label puts the record out. Yeah. So, you know, back when it was in, when it was September, I thought, well, potentially we could put it out in January because there's enough time. But now we're in December, so it's like the earliest that this thing could come out potentially is late February. And God, I can't wait that much longer. It's driving me nuts. But just in time for Valentine's Day, huh? I know, right? Hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> but 
before before we close this, I I did have one more question for you. For me? If for for oh, you. Okay. Any, anybody listening uh do you have advice to give anyone who wants to get into the, you know, the line of work that you do and work work with the people and stuff that that you do? Um any advice? I mean, it it depends on what it, like if you're talking about game journalism, um, yeah, getting into that that industry in general. Okay, versus video production. Yeah. Okay. Um, game journalism. I mean, video game journalism. That's. I mean, that's not my specialty. You know, I don't. I right. don't review games. I don't. I mean, so that's a, that's a hard question for me to ask. So you can refer your question to at Game Over Greggy, and I'm sure he'll be happy <laughs> <laughs> to answer any questions like that. But if you're talking about video production. Um, and making your own films, which Chris, I'm sure you know. Um, I mean, perseverance is probably like the best advice I can give anyone is stamina and perseverance. Like if you want to make films and if you want to like get on, be on camera, um, you just have to keep, keep going for it. I'm a huge, uh, like practice, 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 you know, um, I'm definitely like nowhere near where I should be. Uh, with hosting or with you know acting or any of that so practicing and rehearsing and making sure you know your craft you know and I'm sure you guys as musicians know that like knowing your craft I think is the first and foremost thing you have to do and I'm sure that translates into writing as well Um, you know doing that and then and just keep pushing like keep pushing that wall until you break through it and you know work creates work so Take any job, anything that you can get your hands on that gives you that experience, you know, is probably the most important thing. That's the best advice I can give anyone. And eventually you'll get there, you know, in one one way or another, just you'll get there. Yeah. Fantastic advice. So like I couldn't agree I more. can't say that there's like a perfect formula for any job. Yeah, I don't think there you is. You know, I think it's just but... it comes down to hard work and talent. And you yeah. know, I don't think that in this field you know, it's talent doesn't come naturally to a lot of the people that are in this field. And which goes to show you that, like, if you work hard and put your mind to it and really dedicate, you know, the time into it, you can, you can get there. Yeah. So. Totally agreed. That's probably it without sounding too preachy, guys. <laughs> no, like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. So. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Eden take us out because I'm I'm terrible with the Twitter handle. <laughs> All right. So if you would like to follow the podcast on Twitter, you can follow Thirty Six Men Podcast. Um, I am Eden the Cat. Jimmy is Jimmy Champagne without a G. Chris is Life in Twenty Four Frames. Uh, Anthony is Necron Ninety Nine with two Ks, and Alexis is Let's Get Lexi. Um, if you would like, we would love if you subscribe to us on iTunes or on any other platform that you have. And if you can, please rate us and let people know how amazing we are. And we will uh, let you know in return. <laughs> so we'll this know. has been the fourth episode of the 36 Man Podcast. And thank you so much for listening. <laughs>